This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is Good Morning Liberty. Yeah! Well, what is up, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of Good Morning Liberty. My name is Nathaniel Paul Thurston, and across from me is Mr. Charles Chuck Thompson. I thought you were going to do the intro. I saw you take a breath, and you didn't do it. So uh, Costco made a wish, and the wish was that Chuck would stop talking. And Charlie is going to grant that wish because he likes it when Costco has control over his actions. So that's what he's going to do. Okay, there's another wish that says, I wish Chuck would never stop talking. There so you go. So now I have to talk the whole show. Anytime you try to say something, <laughs> I'm going to keep, you know, the live group's wish is our command. Exactly. And which, that's why you need to sign up mm-hmm, at joingmail.com mm-hmm. or don't, because I don't care about you. No. Clearly. Nate, stop talking there. I'm supposed to be talking the whole time. Oh, okay. Today is dumb bleep of the mother trucking week. It's it Good is. Morning Liberty. We talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of meaning, and then the dumbest things on the internet, usually every day of the week when we want to, but mostly it's all a Friday show, which also happens to be the most popular show still. Weird. So people tend to like, they either like dumb things or they like to make fun of dumb things or mm-hmm. both, is my guess. I think it's making and fun of So we of have dumb about things. 10 dumb bleeps for you. Um, I'm going to pretend like I put all the show notes together yeah. real quick. Yeah, we'll go ahead and get into number one then. Now I wish they both shout over each other. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm so, done with the, we've already granted I all the wishes. Those are the only ones that you had. I seriously thought in my head that I was just going to stare at the camera the entire time yeah. and let you run the whole show. Yeah. And then that would be really funny. <laughs> would it? It would have been really, you would have been probably upset. Yeah. But imagine pulling clips yeah. of us doing an episode <laughs> and the whole time. I just don't move from staring at the camera. <laughs> well, let's try it sometime. It would have been we'll see really how funny. that goes. Yeah. Do you want to get into the, do you, did you explain the rules? No, but the points are made up. And nobody doesn't matter. And nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, somebody gets a trophy. It's the game allegedly. where the points are made up and nobody cares. We're supposed to send out that trophy. Did we ever send it to Nina? Where is it? No, it was, it was Kamala Harris who won last oh, year. So Kamala. Yeah. I didn't have the, uh, send it to the white house with some, yeah, I didn't have any was the problem. So yeah, um, I was going to make a joke, but you can't make, you I can't even make that joke about that. Yeah, you want to make that joke that I, in fact, I hear the secret service on their way. They're already <laughs> tapping into our headphones yeah. right now. Yeah. So they're, they're coming in. Can I, can I laugh about the fact that I was going to make a joke about sure. it? Sure. And everybody probably knows what I'm talking about, but hmm. here's dumb bleep number one. I didn't put numbers on them today. I forgot, but this is dumb bleep number one. This is a picture that Donald J. Trump truthed out there and it is a uh, your typical drawing of a courtroom proceeding you know sometimes you don't always get cameras in there so we've got a, a courtroom drawing here of what happened also on his Instagram I forgot he's on Instagram too but this could be I think this one's from truth and the truth is this is him sitting in court and right next to him you might recognize this other 
handsome fellow, lesser, lesser handsome this fellow than the guy on the left, of course. But the guy on the right is Jesus. Or as our fellow Spanish friends know him, Jesus. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's true. And the idea, what would you Costco say? Costco said the, he posted it on both Truth and Instagram. All right. So we've cleared so up the still fact using, that he's Trump still using Meta. This. Yeah. He is still using that. Yeah. He got, he's uh, able to use Facebook also, right? Like he can use. If he can use Instagram. Well, he can use all of them, actually. He just doesn't use X, Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, uh, here's a picture of Trump and Jesus. And I guess the comparison you're supposed to draw, it could be two things. It could be this is like Jesus on trial, which is one way you could look at it. Or it could be like Jesus is with Trump while he's on trial, like by his side. That's the non-egotistical, be like, okay, Jesus is with me through this. That's the least egotistical option that you have. But is that Trump? Do you think that's the one that Trump was going with? (laughs) Or do you think he was trying to just draw the compare? Oh yeah, Jesus was on trial and also Trump was on trial. Therefore, that analogy checks out and those are the same thing. Yeah, Which is what people have said before, Mm -hmm. by the way. And so I don't know if he is predicting how this all ends for him or what. Or not Jesus really, is his lawyer. Not really sure. That could be it too. Jesus Esquire. That could be the only way yeah. that he gets out of some of this I trouble mean, is if, if he has a guy who can turn water into wine, right? If you forgot the Bible, clearly Jesus was a carpenter and a lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what that's, I saw. That was his profession. Turns out he was a pretty bad one. But, um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> as far as, yeah. As far as not getting sentenced not or God's guilty court. or anything. Yeah. Not in God's court, but True. in human, human court. Yeah, he was... Anyway, we're making fun of Trump here. Um, actually, you know, I don't even have to make fun of Trump. Trump is responding to the incentive process that has been laid out in front of him by his uh, craziest supporters. And no, I mean, no offense, all of you cult members out there. I'm kidding. It's not a cult. You just really like Trump. And I get it. He did some great things. He punched some right people in the face. He said some stuff that other people didn't say. All right. So I get that. I don't really know if the whole comparison with Jesus thing is, is all that accurate. Like if you were to look at, you know, paying off porn stars and, mm-hmm. and uh, just general, like things like that. Grabbing, I don't know. Grabbing women by the P word. That kind of thing too. Yeah. I look for that in red in the Bible and I didn't see it anywhere. Although maybe, know? maybe, maybe he actually did get saved. We don't know. Oh, yeah. Possible. Could be. You know, maybe he's turned his life around. It doesn't seem that way. But <laughs> That's not for us to judge. Only God knows his dark mm-hmm, heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so who knows? All right. But, but we know that he has a history of being insanely narcissistic. The dude is all about himself. Um, and it seems as if he is so narcissistic, that he is narcissistic enough to compare himself to Jesus. Yeah. And so are other people like, um, what's her name? When did this first come out? What the, the the crazy congresswoman? Uh, oh, I need more than that. That's almost everyone. No, the the really crazy Trumper one. Crazy Trumper one. Oh, MTG. MTG. Yeah. Yes, I had Machine Gun Kelly stuck in my head. <laughs> MKG. Sure. That's why I can't think of her name. That'd be Marjorie. Uh, yeah, Marjorie Taylor Green. <laughs> MTG. Yeah, Green. She's the one that first. Well, she she said that this was like, you know, a lot of famous Persecu- people have been persecuted, persecuted in yeah. history. You yeah. know, like Nelson exactly. Mandela, Jesus. Jesus. Exactly. And Trump. Okay, that's Dumb Leap number one for everyone. Dumb Leap number two, do you remember that whole Jamal Bowman fire alarm thing? 
I remember you the know? fire alarm. Yeah. He pulled the fire alarm. It was an well, accident. It was an accident. Of course he pled, he did plead guilty. He got a misdemeanor charge, which is going to mean nothing of course. And, and when this plea deal is finally reached, we actually get the video of this happening. Now, before that, all we had was a screenshot of Jamal Bowman pulling the firearm, fire alarm. Like we've got proof. He is the person who pulled the fire alarm. Turns out this was not from a still picture camera. This is from an actual camera that was taking video the whole time. I don't know why we didn't have this video to start with, hmm. but they didn't release the video until after he had already gotten the plea deal. The plea deal or the video that we got, well, it's him pulling the fire alarm. That's true. And what you also see that kind of contradicts his statement. Now, remember his statement is that there were these confusing signs and he was trying to figure out how to get out the door. Mm. You know, and then he was trying to rush to the to the vote because the vote was so important. And he's he claustrophobic. Yeah, and he he wanted to get out those doors. The signs they're racist and all that. He was that. trying so to do his job for his constituents. He thought maybe if he pulled the fire alarm that he'd be able to get out the doors or something like that. Well, the the video itself just shows him walking up to a door that has other signs on it. So explain him right now. He's passing a sign. He's passing a sign. And then there's also signs on the door. And you see, these signs are so confusing. He gets so mad that he pulls the signs down off the door and then pulls the fire alarm <laughs> and then immediately walks away. Now he pulled the fire alarm because he thought it was going to open the door. Yeah. But he pulls the fire alarm and then he just immediately walks away from the doors. So mm. maybe it did open the door. I don't know. He just never tried it. <laughs> so that's, kind of weird how much did he get paid for this i don't know what ex <laughs> i don't know what's going on here and what exactly is the dumb <sighs> it also seems like he may have tried to cover up the evidence by taking the he signs. took one of the signs he maybe it, it could be up on the wall in his office no, look, uh, no the took, other one fell on the floor no look boom took, floor oh yeah now it's on the floor well that's why it's confusing he mm -hmm. didn't it's see upside the down now you can't read it mm -mm. it's down there on the floor yeah plus signs are racist there's a lot of dumb to this. One is Jabal Bowman, then him putting out that excuse. And then like there's there's video of this happening. And like he knows what the cameras are going to show. And then people going out there defending him saying like, oh, well, if you saw those signs and and knew how much of a rush, like that AOC video that we played. Um, it, that's you all understood pretty, the like, pressure that these congressmen yeah, are under. Like you actually had to believe that he couldn't understand the signs and thought that you should literally pull down on a fire alarm to get the doors to open uh, to actually back him up on this. And then the dumb part is we didn't get the video until after the plea deal was reached because maybe the public or the rest of Congress wouldn't be as defensive as him as they were up until that point. Yeah. But the Capitol Police had the cameras the Should whole time. he be removed from office for this? No, I mean... <laughs> It's, I don't know what the rules are for pulling a fire alarm. He, he didn't yell fire in a crowded building. And so technically this is still free speech, I think, because you can't yell fire in a crowded building. That's the only thing that you're not allowed to do in the entire United States, I think. And so I don't think the Supreme Court justices said anything about pulling a fire alarm in a crowded building. They didn't have fire alarms back then. So yeah, it hasn't been updated. The alarms were people's mm. voices. <laughs> I got you. Well, there you go. That's a fire alarm. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Let's it's uh, just, yeah, it's just a uh, hilarious. This, this kind of thing is hilarious. Mm -hmm. I cannot stand people who can't just take accountability. Yeah. Like you have to know you're on camera, bro. 
Well, he can't, come on. He can't take accountability because what he would have to say is either I'm a complete idiot, which is what he tried to say, or two, I pulled the fire alarm to create some type of a panic and delay the vote that was about to happen at this time. Yeah, but make it in a way that people can understand. Like, hey, I was extremely frustrated. I was trying to get out these doors. That was part of it, but also I was really frustrated what was going on. And, you know, it wasn't right. Yeah. But I pulled the fire alarm and I shouldn't do it. And I won't do that going forward. Nope. I should have calmed myself, but I was in a state of frustration and I allowed my emotions to get the best of me. You got to spin it. You know, he's a politician. You can't just say. I would vote for that guy after that. (laughs) I'd be like, oh my God, that guy can literally be like, I can do better in the future. Yeah. Like he admitted that he did something wrong. Yeah, you but know? nobody, no, like that's one of the things wrong with our society is that right there. You know, it's like you do something wrong. You can't be like, yeah, that's my bad. Nope. And humans, we all understand that we do certain things like that. You can get in an emotional state where you make decisions that you normally wouldn't make. Mm-hmm. And so if you're honest about that and you have accountability, people can relate to that. And then you, they, then that's how you develop respect. I talk about it all the time, but the Domino's CEO who came in Mm. and revitalized Domino's, he came in and said, we suck. Our pizza's terrible. Delivery's terrible. Everything about it is terrible. And we're going to... You never order Domino's. I never see you order Domino's. Every now and then. (laughs) Every now and then. But if you look at the business story, it's incredible. Yeah. Because people relate to that. They're like, oh man, we, we all make mistakes. So you think he's an emotional state and he made a mistake... And we can forgive that. So at the very least, I think even watching the video, you can tell he's frustrated. Oh yeah, so he's frustrated. He's black in America. Yeah, come on. Some people, when they get frustrated, they may like you know they could he could have hit the door. So instead know? of first degree, this is second degree fire alarm pulling because it was made in an emotional decision. I would, yeah, you know? I, I wasn't premeditated. Think, yeah, I, don't, I don't unless unless he got paid to do it. I don't think it was premeditated. Well, he was getting paid. All right, here's Mitch McConnell for number three talking about Ukraine aid and why he's totally on board with us giving Ukraine money. He's got a bunch of good reasons for why I think this is a great idea for us to continue giving this money to to Ukraine. Try to get my third (laughs) chain in there. All right, here we go. It's all interconnected. And you said that you believe there is enough oversight of aid to Ukraine. Why hasn't that persuaded some members of the of the Republican caucus? If you look at the Ukraine assistance, let's let's talk about where the money is really going. A significant portion of it's being spent in the United States in 38 different states, replacing the weapons that we sent to Ukraine with more modern weapons. So we're rebuilding our industrial base. That's what President Biden's seeking to do. It's it's correct. No Americans are getting killed in Ukraine. We're re- rebuilding our industrial base. Why doesn't he open his mouth? Uh, I don't the know. Ukrainians are destroying the army of one of our biggest rivals. I have a hard time finding anything wrong with that. Mm-hmm. I think it's wonderful that they're defending themselves. And also the notion that the Europeans are not doing enough. They've done almost $90 billion. All right, so we made it Clearly this guy never went, he never like sang in choir. No. You know, everything on the time right here. No, no, he doesn't. I don't think he, he could have sang bass maybe in the the choir, possibly. Could have been singing real low. Like that. How good are, you know, something like that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, a couple of dumb things that he said. One, all the Ukraine are a, a significant, 
a significant portion of the Ukraine aid is being spent here in America. And so what he means is we're paying to build weapons here in America. Now mm -hmm. we're building a, a good portion of this, which is something we've talked about, is us replenishing the weapons that we have given Ukraine. What he's saying is my friends at Lockheed Martin, yeah. Raytheon, Boeing, they're getting a significant portion of this Ukraine aid. Mm-hmm. And that works well for my campaign. Well, and that's great for the I economy. I can keep you know? my job. Yeah. It's, it's great for the economy to, to, to take people's money and build something, and then you literally take that and you blow it up, <laughs> and then you take people's money and then you build something again. Yeah. Like, that's I can't great. See, I, can't, I can't see anything wrong with that. We should just keep tearing stuff down so we can build it again. I can't see afterwards. anything wrong with that. It's great. What mm -hmm. is that? The broken window fallacy, yes. I think is what that's called. It's from Hayek, right? I don't remember which one. It, uh, sounds right. Yeah. That sounds right. Um, the other thing... That comes see. from the book Economics in One Lesson by... Uh, that's not Hayek. Um, well, that's Henry Hazlitt. Yeah. I think Hayek might have been the broken window. Was I it? don't remember which one. Anyway, we just destroyed our libertarian cred just then, you know? That's, Screw yeah. you and your books. Yeah. I don't have to know the in-depths of all those people. I've only got 40 hours left on uh, human action right now. I'm getting mm. close. <laughs> I'm getting the best so thing close. he said in here, though, is like, I don't... I don't see anything wrong with it. Of course you don't. No. Of course. It's not your money. And in fact, you're probably making money in this transaction. Well, the other thing because is... Because most politicians do. The second thing he said that's dumb is that we're they're taking that and then they're destroying the army of one of our biggest adversaries. And so what's wrong with that? You know? Yeah. So yeah, we're paying them to destroy Russia's army. Nothing bad can come from this. <laughs> yeah. Really at all. Yeah, you know? exactly. Uh, just so... Cavalier yeah. was like, oh, we're just going to take your money and literally blow it up and we're going to destroy another country's military that we were supposed to be getting along with for a while. And we'll back the Nazis. Fine. We'll back the Nazis as long <laughs> as they're fighting people we don't like. Well, those are the right Nazis. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Did we time that up with the Nazis? No, we didn't. Okay. So that was number three. Merch McConnell. Here's a Halloween sign. They got their, their set up for trick-or-treaters to come through there. They got some pumpkins out, maybe some Halloween, Halloween dec decorations. And uh, here is actually, go ahead, Charlie, with the sign. Okay. Actually scary things. Not like the skeleton they have up there or the fact that they painted their front door yellow. Um, Do you think they actually did that for Halloween? No, I think that like they just painted it yellow as if like, they thought that was a good idea. Oh, yeah, that's, that is scary. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I mean, a yellow front door. That's interesting. <laughs> uh, anyway, they have a sign that says actually scary things. Number one, the patriarchy, <laughs> the oppression of women by men. Mm -hmm. I saw this great meme that Austin Peterson posted yesterday, I believe. It was these girls like all dressed up that were walking by a guy working on a sewer and it says, stop oppressing me. <laughs> and he's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> you working know, on the sewer. Yeah. I'm I'm just I'm so over the patriarchy nonsense and I'm so over like women thinking that they're oppressed. Like I'm I'm about to go like full daily wire on this stuff. <laughs> You're gonna go Matt I'm so, on this. Like I don't even want to listen anymore. Yeah. Like I try to listen and try to mm -hmm. understand people, but it's gone so far with like this type of nonsense when it comes to the patriarchy that I'm just like I, I want all the men to quit. Yeah. Quit. Quit working on the sewer. Quit driving trucks. A general strike. Quit stocking grocery stores. Quit building buildings. Quit doing electricity. Quit laying bricks. Would all the stuff that men do just stop? Yeah. I want it to stop. And the then I want the women 
to actually feel what it's like to not have men in society. I'm tired of them hating. And that's not all women. There it is right there. I don't want to quit. That's, that's how the terrorists win. No, I just want them to feel it for like maybe a week. Like if we yeah. can get all the men together to quit for like two weeks or maybe like three weeks, enough to like where the grocery stores are depleted <laughs> and all the truck drivers stop driving. Yeah. You know, actually, if we just get all the truck drivers stop driving for like a month. All the male truck drivers to stop yeah. driving. Yeah. And then, yeah. There you go. And then just, just to feel what that would feel like. Now, do the trans men have to stop doing things too or the trans women... Which, which way does that work in your general male strike? Well, there would be so many like regular men, like, like self-identifying men. <laughs> Patriarchy. There wouldn't be enough mm-hmm. transgender men or women who drive trucks that would be able to replenish what women need to replenish because they do all the shopping. And so then you would actually have to like, I don't know, go kill or find food because it wouldn't just be perfectly placed on a grocery store shelf for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just don't, I'm so mad at people who don't realize how easy we have it. And then they can sit, they, they sit on their, you feel like it's easy because you're a man, sit on their throne, looking down upon people. And then they try to be the, I'm just so tired of people being well, victims that aren't victims. Anyway, that's number one that's on number the list. One, there's a, yeah, there's five things that we'll take issue with here. Uh, number two, lack of gun laws. That's scary. So scary. Mm-hmm. You know, did I tell, did I already tell the story about how my Facebook group in my neighborhood? Yeah. I told the story on the podcast. Yeah. Yesterday. Well, you live in Tennessee. Yeah. Okay. And we're out in the country. (laughs) Okay. You don't live in, in, you don't live downtown. Well, maybe you told it before the podcast. I can't remember. You don't live downtown where, you know, they, they won't allow you to shoot guns. You live. In fact, it's not even against the HOA rules. We could literally, I have a perfect hill in my backyard Mm -hmm. that we could shoot into. We could shoot probably like sitting from inside your house. Go out there house. today. Yeah. Yeah. And shoot if we wanted to, because it's not even against the HOA rules. Because I do live in a community that has an HOA, but we're outside of city limits. Mm-hmm. So it, you live in the country and surrounded by Californians who think just the sound of a gun is scary. Mm. It's not. And it's because you don't understand it. Uh, number three, this is super scary. Uh, billionaires. Ooh. Yeah. That's really... Providing jobs and innovation is scary. That's very scary. Yeah. I, I, I don't like having all the things that we have and some people taking... I'm still stuck on the Patreon. I'm, I'm mad right now. <laughs> some people so taking a, a, very, a very small portion of the amount of wealth that they've generated for society as a whole. Like that's, it's really scary to see that representation yeah. of all the value that, that you provided mm-hmm. for others in life. And then the next one that's scary here, it's white supremacy. Mm-hmm. That one is, mm-hmm. I've never been scared of that one personally, yep. but you know. White supremacy. The last one. Uh, climate change. The next one down. That's bad. Yep. In fact, it's so weird that they live in a pretty. I bet they're not even going to be able to get anyone to go trick or treat at their house. It's too scary. No. To come up there with words like that in front of it. I mean, do you Jeez. realize here in Tennessee, like right now this weekend, it's in the seventies and eighties and then Halloween night's supposed to be like forties and raining. For it to change that rapidly. Oh, yeah, that's... Only one thing can explain it is human-caused... That's the only thing. Climate change. It's never happened that quickly before Mm -mm. in recorded history. The next one is uh, police militarization. Okay, well... Well, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I told you there were five things that we would have an issue with. That seems pretty scary. It's just so ironic that um, they want to take guns away from everybody. (laughs) Yeah. 
and but they're afraid of police militarization. <laughs> it's, it's, true. it's already the sign contradicts itself. And then the patriarchy, you know, most police officers are men. Mm. So it's like they well, want that's part of it. it's a military militarized patriarchy. But but they don't want the regulars. They don't want women to have guns. Clearly, because mm-hmm. of lack of gun laws, and so they want they basically want men to have all the guns and to be militarized. And the last one on the list, friggin' spiders. Completely agree. Yeah, I agree I with be that friends. one. I'm, I can be friends with these people. I actually don't like regular spiders either. No, but the, but the friggin' the friggins ones. friggins are w- way worse. Those are the real scary ones. Have you seen those? Ones. Yeah. They're the, nuts. Have you seen? Yeah, do you have a picture of a friggin' spider? Not on me. There's one out in your backyard right now, though. Front uh, yard, I mean. I thought actually, for sure you would pull up a picture of a, f- no, a friggin'. Dude, seriously, one of the ones on your... spider. One of the ones on your neighbor's house made me go like, huh. You could see it from on the here. way in. Like the one, they've got the fake web going up the house oh. and then they got a spider on it. Like It made you go burr? I could, ooh, like yeah. I freaking, friggin' hate spiders. Yeah. Not freaking. These guys, these are friggin' spiders. Yeah. That's the one thing God got wrong. Yeah. I actually don't mind spiders that much. I think snakes are scarier. No, no. Yeah. No. Slithery, slippery I sleep snakes. sleep in a bed of snakes. Before I would allow one spider yeah. to survive Just in my like bed. Your throne of lies that you sit on. <laughs> throne of snakes. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We've all been there before. I know I'm there all the time where I'm trying to go to sleep. And all of a sudden, my brain just keeps racing. My thoughts just keep racing. And it turns out like two hours later, I'm just sitting there thinking about stuff that I shouldn't even be worried about. Maybe it's time to work out. And you, you're excited, but then all those negative thoughts creep in. You know, you know what you should do. You know what's good for you, but you just can't do it. Well, therapy helps you figure out what's holding you back so you can work for yourself instead of against yourself. Now, I've done therapy before in the past. It was very instrumental in my life and who I am today. Charlie has used BetterHelp also in the past. He loved it. Very easy, very simple, and very helpful as well. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com GML today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash G-M-L. All right, that was number something. The Four. Next, the next one is number five, and it's Nina Turner. We haven't seen her in a little bit. Dominoes. Dominoes coming yeah. on here. Domino, I knew it was coming. Dominoes does do a lot of cool stuff. Remember when they did that thing where they would they would fix potholes in the roads? Their commercial was that the bumpy roads were messing up their pizza delivery, and so let them know where there was a bad pothole, and they would come fix the hole in the road. Like, they put the Domino <clears> logo on yeah. it. So they've been pretty good at stuff like this, and. Uh, Domino's, the new thing, I guess, is offering free pizza to customers with student loans. Here's how to get one. Now, not always going to be free pizza, but maybe you'll get a free pizza, a free pizza from Domino's. That's pretty cool, I think. That's cool, yeah. I mean, that's a corporation who's selling a product, who wants to do good things for their customers that are out there. Of course, it's for their own benefit. Like, this is all marketing for them and for people to like them as a company. They're hoping to sell more pizzas later. Yeah. Yeah. You give away one free one, you hope to sell five. Well, get them hooked like a drug dealer. Like you want yeah. to get people hooked on this Domino's mm-hmm. pizza. You're going to give them like the high quality, best, highest grade Domino's pizza when mm-hmm. they come to pick up this free one and they'll be hooked. But what does life. Nina have to say about this, Nate? Nina says, what the hell stage of capitalism is this? <laughs> 
That's probably uh, what I don't know. I don't know what she sounds like. I've never. God, I want to say the pain jokes of listening so to her. badly right now. She said, "What the hell stage of capitalism is this?" Mm. Now, she could mean a couple things about. The, of course, people in the socialist community they make these jokes about late stage capitalism and all that. Mm. And so the the joke is that we've made it to the point in capitalism where corporations are having to give free things away to people who have these greedy, greedy student loans that they have. My number one thing that I was upset with was if the government would have passed a law telling Domino's that they had to give people free pizza if they had student loans, then she would have been really happy about that. She would have been totally fine with it. And then the second thing is that what are you putting in there? I wrote my joke oh in my the live God. group. <laughs> the second. I don't can't say it out loud. Yeah. I want to so badly. And I no, just want no, to be like, screw, you don't want to. I want to be like, screw everyone. Freedom we, of speech. We do have rules against that kind of stuff for the radio. That was the one rule. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was told. So by the way, if you're listening on the radio and you want to know what joke I told, you got to go to joingmail.com. And it's really yeah. funny, by the way. Cool. I've already got people putting laughing, crying emojis on it. Other than cursing and stuff, we have yeah. one, we have one subject that we're not supposed to go too far on. Okay, so <laughs> we're not telling All you. All I'm what saying it is. is, I know what stage of capitalism this uh, is. Domino's <laughs> offering free pizza to customers. Like I said, uh, my number one problem was that if the government would have been forcing Domino's to do this, she'd be completely fine with it. And number two, I wouldn't say capitalism has even a lot to do with the fact that people can't afford their student loans or that they can't afford college. Given the fact that the government got heavily involved in college, even back in, I believe, the 60s, they started subsidizing college for people, 60s, 70s, something like that. And then clearly, I believe it was 2010, when they decided to take over all the college loans and basically anyone who wants to go to college for any dumb thing they want to go to college for can get a loan, which means that the colleges can charge whatever the heck they want because the government's just going to give you a loan or guarantee the loan from whoever for anything that you want to do. And, and therefore the, only, the price keeps going up, which is not capitalism. It's the only debt that you can incur that you can't go, that you can't yeah. declare bankruptcy on. Actually in capitalism, you can declare bankruptcy yeah. on your debts that you have. Mm -hmm. This is not a capitalism problem. Yeah. This is literally a government created problem. So oh, Nina, Nina, Nina. I, I got to tell you, you know, as a, I mean, she's a human being, so I care about her. But man, she consistently says dumb things. Yeah. It's not her fault, though, because no. she's a woman. <laughs> Next and, one. And really, okay, it's not really dumb. It's, it's just ignorance. It's yeah. a lot of ignorance. But has she, I mean, has she chosen the ignorance, you know? At this point, it's, as, it's, many, it's, as many exes as she is placed out there? Yes. As some uh, economist that I'm supposed to know as a libertarian has said somewhat in the past, it's okay to be ignorant on economics. No one's expected to know everything about economics. Yeah. What's not economics okay... Economics is extremely boring. What's not okay is to be ignorant on economics, but then go out there and make all these declarations about economics and the ways that we should change everything when you don't know anything that you're talking about. Amen. Like, that's a problem. Preach. And I don't know who the heck I just butchered right there as far as a quote or an idea goes. It sounds I, like something Thomas Sowell would say. I think say. I did it better yeah. than he did. I want you to keep preaching that message right there. So that was don't number... Don't stop. What? Don't stop. You were, you were on to something there. That was, that was the whole thing. That's all I remember. Oh, amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
The uh, the next thing that you, comes from the book of economics. Yeah, yeah. The book of soul <laughs> letters. You know that was Thomas Sowell's first letter. First letter to mm-hmm. the <clears throat> the school of economics. Uh, yeah. Did you see? I got the sizing thing fixed up today. That looks amazing. You're welcome. It looks mm-hmm. so much better on That's there. That's what she said. Okay, this is number what? Uh, this is number six. Six. Number six. All right, let me give you the deets on this real quick. New York Times used to have this guy working for them who literally praised Hitler, thought he was the greatest thing because he hates Jews. Okay? Uh, they got rid of him for a little bit, a couple of years, but they recently have let him come back so he can report on what's going on in Gaza. And this is a guy who's actually posted actual praise of Hitler. For actual Hitler. For literal Hitler, literal praise for things that Hitler did. Okay? In fact, he didn't think Hitler <laughs> went far enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Soul letters to the Austrians. <laughs> <laughs> he was more Chicago, but yeah, yeah, it sounds way better as Austrian for sure. Chapter 38, verse two. <laughs> so New York Times hires Hitler praising Solomon. He, there's two J's he, there. So Hijijij. Hijijij. Hiji. Hijiji. There's two J's. To cover Israel-Hamas war. Hijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijijij
And it's totally fine that uh, apparently he really, really likes Hitler. And I don't think anyone else would be able to get away with this kind of thing. I mean, here's a recent article from October 5th of 2023. With poisoning the blood comment, Trump, Trump said undocumented immigrants were poisoning the blood of our country in a recent interview. Language with echoes of white supremacy and the racial hatreds of, I, that's the, the oh. beginning of it. But anyway. <clears throat> yeah. Um, oh, I clicked on that link and they're having technical difficulties. Oh, that's weird. On that article. That's weird. Hmm. <laughs> it's going to take them a while if they're going to remove every single thing it's, that they <laughs> reference some type of neo-Nazism or whatever. So, okay. Yeah, that's pretty dumb. I think everyone agrees. Good job. Good Jewish job allies times. calls Trump's dinner with someone, obviously, Nazi. <clears throat> Nazi, yeah. Yeah. A Nazi. Trump's dinner with anti-Semites, a breaking point. Well, that was uh, with, uh, what's his name? What's the dude? Who's the dude? Someone, Fuentes. Right? Nick Fuentes, I think. Okay. That was six. Trump under fire for invoking Nazis in criticism of U.S. intelligence. They're very much against Hitler yeah. and Nazis. Here's another title. Unless you're Trump emerges as inspiration for Germany's far right. Mm. <sighs> and you can't take these people seriously. No. Like, this is... This is this is why. Oh, did we see if they've gotten their their badge back on? Um, they did. I checked. Did it. they? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. That but was this is funny. this is why this is why it becomes so frustrating and why you feel like you're being gaslit is because you are. <laughs> That's, That's the why. reason. That's yeah. exa exactly the reason. They come out and they'll tell you that all these people who aren't Nazis are Nazis, and especially you. Like if you believe <clears throat> in liberty and you have like a Gadsden flag. And you're like, hey, don't tread on me. Like, I want to be a free person. Mm -hmm. Well, then you're a far-right, white supremacist, Nazi-loving, crazy person who hates Jews. Just like Hitler. But then they'll actually, they'll, but then they'll, they'll hire someone who will literally say, I hate Jews. Yeah. And I... And who will literally praise align Hitler. ...align with Hitler. And so you're like, you, it's just, it's this mind game where you're like, you just can't take these people seriously. No. You because, can't. I would recommend not taking them seriously. Because, in fact, it almost seems like they have a hidden agenda to <laughs> it almost seems want like that. to exterminate the Jews. Mm -hmm. In fact, if you go back... Oh, but you, they use rhetoric to try to get Jews on their side. If you go back to when the Holocaust was going on, you'll find some, some, some strangely worded titles and, and thoughts and opinions out there. And what I, frustrates uh, me is like I know, like I know some, some pretty hardcore leftist Jews. And I'm like, can you not? Do you, can you not see what you're reading here? You know, hardcore leftist Jews? Yeah. I know people who are Jews, Jewish, that are hardcore leftists. Mm, okay. And so I'm like, I, I get confused every time I see stuff from them. And I'm like, how do you put this together? Like you're advocating for people who actually hate you. Mm -hmm. And you're hating on people who probably love you as a person. <laughs> it doesn't make no sense, man. That dog don't it, float. It definitely don't make no sense. These colors don't run. All right. Number seven. There was a shooting. Oh, that's right. Remember the shooting that mm -hmm. happened? Last, uh, last night? Night before or last. Two night, yeah, two nights ago. This is the only thing we're going to bring in here to talk about the shooting today. It's from Maine State Senator, I believe, State Senator uh, Golden. I think Jared Goldman is his name. Fairly sure. Uh, he's a Democrat, but this was a, a big deal for him to come up here after the shooting happened. 
and say some dumb stuff about assault weapons. So here we go. Now we could be in full control among many other misjudgments. I have opposed efforts to ban deadly weapons of war like the assault rifle used to carry out this crime. The time has now come for me to take responsibility for this failure, which is why I now call on the United States Congress to ban assault rifles like the one used by the sick perpetrator of this mass killing in my hometown of Lewis and Maine. For the good of my community, I will work with any colleague to get this done in the time that I have left in Congress. To the people of Lewiston, my constituents throughout the second district, to the families who lost loved ones, and to those who have been harmed, I ask for forgiveness and support as I seek to put an end to these terrible shootings. In the days to come, I will give everything I have to support this community's recovery. Okay. It, all that he's what he said there is I really want your vote for when yeah. my seat's up. <laughs> he was what he said was I'm about to get elevated big time by the Democratic Party mm -hmm. because I've been against banning assault weapons or whatever what he called them assault assault rifles uh, in the past. But now that this happened in my hometown, I realized that everyone in the United States should be banned from having mm -hmm. assault weapons. And the DNC and, just deposited a large yeah. amount into my campaign account. <laughs> Now there's one there's one dumb thing here which and, and don't forget I'm up for re-election soon. We haven't been in this exact situation, but have you ever played out Charlie in your mind whether or not you would feel the same way if this happened to or affected you? You know? I know exactly what I would feel. Do you, do you? Well, people have asked me. Like they asked yeah. like am I scared to send Parker to school? Yeah. You know, we had it we had a, a pretty bad school shooting here in Nashville. Mm -hmm. Not that long ago. Okay? The forgotten and, shooting. Yeah. And I was asked, like, am I scared to send Parker to school now? And the answer is no. No, but the other question is, if something happened to Parker's school and he didn't come home, would you feel the same way I would, about guns? I would actually be angry there weren't more guns in the school to protect him. Okay. There That's what I would be mad about. <clears throat> because you can't stop psychotic people from doing psychotic things. Mm -hmm. All you can do is set yourself up to protect yourself against psychotic people doing psychotic yeah. things. What really, like, what really, and I like what T Dub said here. It's it's high time that Congress outlaws murder. They should. Yeah, this has been going on too long. Mm -hmm. That's what's wrong. Is we don't have like a federal ban on murdering. Yeah, people. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> Was this a hate crime in any way? Have we looked to see? Yeah, people who hate AR fifteens. Probably people who hate life. He yeah. hated life, mm -hmm. and everyone that he killed was alive beforehand because he yeah so they should this was a hate crime attach that mm -hmm. did they catch the guy by the way no still at large he was ready to go they found this truck or car or whatever by that boat ramp and he has a boat that they haven't located i mean this dude went to the boat ramp and got on the river Hmm. because he probably knew all the roads were going to be closed and everything i just shooters running through my mind <laughs> right now it's like i don't want to you know i want 30 miles of this river lined <laughs> yesterday <laughs> I don't want to say anything too positive, but pretty smart plan so far. Hmm. And I hope that that river doesn't connect to the Cumberland is what I'm saying. Or Tennessee or whichever. Which, what goes through here? Cumberland. Cumberland. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I don't know where he's going to float to next. You um, know? Well, I have protection mechanisms, so he can, yeah. he can come over if he wants. I mean, I've got some. I just, <laughs> I've only got four rounds of my gun right now. It's been kind of bothering me. Yeah. Why, 
because uh, it's that expensive. I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to cut back. Can afford some other rounds. You you don't want to have too many in your gun when you need it. <laughs> that way, you could end up wasting some. You know. Yeah. So you want to be more accurate. You also have a friend who. I mean, I've cut plenty at home. I, mean, I just I have, haven't put them in there. <laughs> I have a stockpile that I'm, you know, that I'm trying to protect myself with in case everything goes to. Sh- no, what happened was I, can't I was say that on the radio. I was so. shooting with my brother, and uh, with I shot out all my ammo. And for my drive home, I was like, "Hey, can I borrow four rounds from you just in case stuff gets real on the drive mm-hmm. home?" You know, and so that's what I put in there, and I just haven't yeah. looked since then. It's actually because, like Costco mm-hmm. said, you're such a good shot. That's what it is. That yeah. Even if I could probably kill eight people with those. That's what I'm saying. Even if mm-hmm. eight bad guys try to surround <laughs> you, you could take two out at one time with, yeah. with each. That's the plan. With each bullet. Try it. Yeah. All right. I do have to go in like six minutes. So. Oh gosh. Okay. We're let's, on to number eight. Good lord. All right. Let's get on to number eight. This is ridiculous. Um, okay. Oregon. In Oregon. Great. The great state of Oregon. Here we go. For the next five years, high school students in Oregon will not need to perform proficiency tests showing mastery of reading, writing, or math in order to graduate. And this comes as the Oregon Board of Education unanimously voted to extend a pause on the graduation requirement yesterday until 2028. They're citing inefficiency and inequity. Joel Jones going beyond the headlines tonight to find out what this pause will mean for students. This is a controversial decision and one that's facing a lot of pushback. While some say the decision will lower state standards and cheapen an Oregon diploma, the Oregon Department of Education tells me this policy simply didn't work and disproportionately harmed students of color. For the <laughs> so you're telling me <laughs> these kids are supposed to go to school, learn something. Yeah. And they'll get a certificate saying they learned something, even if they didn't learn something. Yep. Who's learning these kids? The government. <laughs> That's who's learning them. And uh, like what? Why don't they just call it daycare? <laughs> you know, stop calling it school. Why don't we just call this racism? <laughs> it's ridiculous. You're literally saying that, like, well, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but they're like, oh, you know, them damn colored kids can't learn how to read good. And so we're just going to make it to where... You don't have to do anything to graduate. Who cares? That's essentially what they're saying. They're just yeah. making it more colorful language. Yeah. They're just saying it disproportionately affects people of color. No, like, that's the... what's actually racist. Yeah. Not the schoolwork. The schoolwork isn't racist. It doesn't care what color you are when you're filling out the bubbles on the test. <laughs> it, and, it doesn't care. And so if you, if you keep this in place, they're doing it. I, I was reading because of the people are behind from the pandemic. And so it's unfair because so many people are doing terrible on their tests and they're behind from the pandemic. And so they need a few years to catch up basically. Mm -hmm. And it would be unfair for them to do this. So once again, there's a repercussion from shutting down schools during the pandemic. People are going to get their diplomas. And they don't, you know, this is what happens when you get a job. You Mm -hmm. know, if you're falling behind on the work you need to do, your boss will definitely give you a pass because they understand. And in fact, they'll just mark down that you did the work even, even if it's not done. Yeah. They're going to give you your bonus Mm -hmm. even. In fact, they'll probably give you more of a bonus. Because of inequity. Because of inequity. Exactly. This kind of thing is actually really frustrating. You're talking about the learning of the children, and we're supposed to care about the children, and more. we're supposed to care more about children than whether or not they could go by a different gender while they're in school. You know, that's not supposed to be the only thing that the people on the left are fighting for, for kids. Uh, but if you set out this 
disincentive process where they don't need to pass a certain test to be able to graduate. I get it. Tests are bogus sometimes. Some people are bad test takers or whatever, whatever the excuse is that people want to make. Uh, but that's that's a thing, certainly for some people. But you lay out this incentive process, what's going to happen? Even then, the lower grades know that, well, we don't have to get them to a certain proficiency for them to be able to graduate. What's the incentive process for the school? The incentive process for the school is to continue just being a daycare center. Like, that's, that's all they're going to be. Mm-hmm. That's what they've turned into. If you don't pass, if you don't meet the requirements to get through a certain grade, you should get held back. Until you meet those requirements. And if you actually try to help the students, the parents will come to the school with a cane and threaten to beat you with it. What? That sounds made up. <laughs> that sounds made up. I've yeah. never heard of that before. I know. That's crazy. That's that wild. Would, that would never happen. All right, Nate. Sound them off here. The last two. I have to go, unfortunately. I, I, and I'm the reason sorry, I'm man. leaving is because I hate this podcast. Hey, listen. Number nine and ten are just going to be for the live group. Okay. Oh, okay. That's how we're going to do it. In the podcast. All right. I hate everyone. <laughs> and that's that's all I got to say. And if you want to like and subscribe to the show, don't do it. Mm-mm. Yeah, don't go to joingml.com. Uh, don't don't even get in here, make jokes, and vote. Yeah, do less. Yeah, I want people to do nothing. Mm-hmm. Actually, um, so hopefully this is your last episode. Um, this is why I leave early all the time. Cause yeah, because you don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. <laughs> Every single day that I do the show, I'm just like, wow, I really hate this. You know, I hate, in fact, and it's because I don't, I, I don't actually believe in liberty anymore. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're a socialist. Yeah. When, instead of give me liberty or give me death, it's give liberty death. <laughs> you know? Yeah. From, from Patrick Henraz. You know, mm-hmm. that's who I go by now. So liberty is, liberty equals death. All right. So goodbye to everyone who's not a member. Okay, and bye. I'm going to, I'm going to hang out with the people who are members. Here's the ending sound. Okay.